Alcohol Beyond This Point Podcast. This isn't two podcasters talking business. This is two business guys trying to podcast. So, I'm not excited for what we're about to do. May the Lord please protect my liver. So, in front of us, we have a purple jug. Now, if you're familiar at all with how much lean I consume... um. I often am seen sipping out of a purple jug, let's say. It's like this much, usually. Usually. Yeah. Um, so this is a two liter of Hector's Hard, I guess, lemonade. It's ripping off of, it's a local brand. Um, I won't say their name. I just said the brand, whatever. But <laughs> it's a local brand ripping off Mike's Hard. So it's called Hector's Hard. Uh, this is the purple gr- craze. Is that a G or a C? Uh, I think it's a C. Purple craze version. So I in front of us, we have two liters of 7% alcohol. What is it even? High fructose corn syrup and grain alcohol, I think. Yep. So we're going to drink this today, and I am not... So what flavors were there? Normal and then purple. <laughs> oh. And I was like... That's, that's, that's uh, ambitious. If I'm going to buy something just for the joke, I got to go... Purple. purple. Yeah. Like, yeah. For sure. So why don't you do the honors of cracking it and pouring us a glass? Nice. While I introduce the podcast name that this is Alcohol Podcast Beyond This. Oh, that smell just hit me. <laughs> you know when you, like, crack a bottle of wine or some nice whiskey and you, like, you waft it and it's like, mm, it's a pleasurable experience? I just... This was not a pleasurable experience for you? I feel like I just snorted a Jolly Rancher. <laughs> High praise so far. Uh, I guess so. Okay. Oh, I can't even pick this thing up. It's so full. Just fucking go. Just give her. Oh, you didn't even spill any. That color. Oh, that's pretty good. That's beautiful. Clarity. Thank you. 10 out of 10. Smell. 12 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you're... Oh, I smell it now, too. It's yeah. Not even, it's not even near my nose. Yeah, I know. It's strong. <laughs> it just smells like sugar. You know, hold on. I'm getting yogurt? Yes. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It flav- smells like blueberry a... Blueberry yogurt. Yeah, it smells like a... Oh, like, the tubes. Like a blue yogurt tube. The fucking it. tubes. Yeah, tube yogurt. Whoever the fuck made that a thing. Okay, so uh, shorts, I guess. Shorts. See you on the other side, buddy. Rip. Doesn't taste as strong as it smells. Remember, this is 7% alcohol. That doesn't taste like anything. It tastes, yeah, it tastes very light on the palate. I don't know if that's a praise or not. I'm glad it's not as sweet as it smells. It's almost sour. If you've ever had those sparkling ice drinks, um, Carly's mom got them for me because I told her I like sparkling water, so she got me these sparkling ice drinks, okay. which is basically like a Smirnoff ice without the liquor. Why would you ever drink that? It was fucked. So gross. <laughs> okay. Uh, that was worse than this. Because at um, least when you're drinking shitty alcohol, you can be like, well, at least I'm drinking alcohol. At least I'm getting drunk. Yeah. No, that that's just sugar. It so this is probably like a lot of sugar, but like, oh yeah, 
I feel it's it's definitely lighter on the palate than I thought it was going to be. I love that you don't need nutrition facts. Yeah, on, alcohol on you, liquor. Alcohol, you're exempt from nutrition facts. So we have no idea. It's probably a lot, not more than Coke or Pepsi, but uh, probably lot. no. I I I'd assume higher. Yeah. Calorie count wise, yeah, because you have the alcohol as well. Oh, not calorie count, sugar. Probably very similar. I bet it's very similar to a pop. And then add the fucking seven percent alcohol too. It pushes the calorie count over. Oh yeah, absolutely calorie. I'd reckon crazy. that's probably close to a thousand calories for the fucking two liter. Nice. I had like a thousand calories on the way here. So I haven't had a thousand. I've consumed a thousand calories in probably three days, like all together. Uh, what so about including the beer. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, my name is Willows. And my name is Tyler. And welcome back to Alcohol Beyond This Point. This is episode 61. Um, wow. This is going to be our last episode in February. Um, I don't know why that has any significance. <laughs> yeah, why, why bring that up? It's a short one. Oh, month, it's because so. World War Three starts in March. Yeah, we might die, but, you know, we'll be here drinking Hector's Hard Purple Craze and... Uh, Duplicating it so we can sell it to the masses. Yeah, what, what do you think about... Um, so there's a lot of like I'm I'm in the craft alcohol industry, right? And there's like we almost exclusively I won't say exclusively, but primarily sell um artisanal higher priced wines like for like yeah. you know most craft of craft wines. Cra- yeah, they're cottage wines. Most of my wines are around the $20 mark uh which for for Winnipeg is expensive for a bottle of wine. Um 20 25 22 30 dollars my my products go up to but this is this was like 9.99 for two liters yeah so where do you think what do you think about like trading your 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 image because i posted a picture of this in the uh craft the winnipeg craft beer drinkers group that i'm in and everyone was like Oh Godspeed! Like <laughs> rip, rip, rip yeah, rip. Like I hope, like you'll be okay. I mean, they already had a two-liter bottling line, so yeah, and they make this company makes the objectively the worst beer ever. Can we drink that on the podcast? I Stone I've, Cold, yeah, for sure. I've un- sure. I've unironically never had it. Okay, I used to. I the stereotype of like drinking in the back of the bus, like homeless people. Um, I used to do that. Nice. Um, so yeah, this company, I'll just say their name because you could. Now we've said two of their brands. You yeah, they fucking they them. they sold so, out decades ago. Nobody cares. Yeah, Fort Gary Brewing Company um, is actually the oldest brewery in Manitoba by far, by like thirty or forty years. Well, the original one I think was founded in like the twenties or something. Like yeah. Um, and then it's changed hands a hundred times. Um, changed hands to foreign investors for a while there, and now it's half owned by four uh no it's like half owned by the employees half owned by a saskatchewan based investment firm but that, that was like five years ago they did yeah. that but anyway so this company for the most part is like 50 years old the main brewery <coughs> excuse me the fucking purple haze is getting me <coughs> and uh and they make craft beer not this. They make like craft beer that they market as ex- like it's expensive. It's for an older crowd. Like they make these beers, but then they also make 
this beer called Stone Cold, which is sold in two liters for like nine dollars. I uh, doesn't have their branding anywhere on it. Yeah. Except fine print. Uh, the lowest legal size you can put on the bottle of where it's produced. Yeah. And they don't talk about talk about it or anything. But um, I know a guy who owns an inner city vendor, and he sells like twenty thousand two liters a month in that one location. Yeah, just and I've an absurd amount of beer. Absurd, obscene. And I've heard from different sources, t- multiple different sources, that said that Fort Gary wouldn't be in business if it wasn't for Stone Cold. That like keeps the lights on. Yeah, I I fully believe that because yeah. everything else they have is trash. And it's literally Stone Cold is the most disgusting beer. But that's the point. It's nine dollars for two liters of it, and it's like seven percent alcohol, and that's the that's the joke. So could you make a Stone Cold like inexpensively, but make it more palatable? Not really. It's the scale. Okay. Um, we did. We did. Um, <laughs> I don't know how we always seem to get attracted crazy people in our lives maybe that says something about me but that's a conversation for another day but we had somebody who approached us to start a joint venture of making basically the stone cold killer okay um and then he got arrested i like like that name stone cold killer yeah yeah and then he got arrested for weapons trafficking oh yeah and is i love this guy is currently in prison um yeah they have him on video just like bagging coke (laughs) <laughs> like he's not getting out of it. Yeah, so, not got, a, so not even a good criminal. He got sent, sentenced to like 15 years for being part of a fucking criminal empire. Nice. But uh, yeah, he was like, uh, and then now that like in retrospect, uh, he was trying to start that to launder money, we think. Oh, probably. Right. So Zach and I, my business partner and I would have been all tied up in that bullshit probably. Yeah. So, and just like uh, later, Couple like a year after that, a uh, someone wanted to start a pitched running a brew pub with with my business partner Zach, and then he turned out to be a pedophile. <laughs> yep, and yeah. then also hit a bunch of protesters with his car. Yeah, and I don't want to say any more on that. But you can literally Google that one though. <clears throat> but what do you think about like trading? clout for money basically like fort gary's kind of the laughing stock of the craft beer community yeah but they make way more goddamn the money than i do so selling out your brand selling out your um not necessarily i should say not your ethics but your yeah it's whatever your ethics it's not an ethical issue it's um just a brand right yeah i guess it's a brand you're you don't want reputation. To... You're right. Yeah. 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 You're clout. Like, yeah. Hmm. For money. What do you think? I think. You know what's funny? Yeah. Just side note. I'm drinking a different Fort Gary beer right now. And? That's pretty good. Oh, well, I haven't had that one. Uh, this is one of my favorites. It's a peach cobbler sour. I like like maybe three of their beers. Uh, none of their cores. I like their yeah. weird experimental stuff. Right. Um, because I think in the last five years, twenty breweries have opened. When for the last, they were the only ones for like thirty years. I think they're trying to step up their game recently. Uh, my predict, or my guess would be, uh, those 
side brews that you like, like this one, are the ones that the brewer gets to make and make his own recipes for and the cores and the other he one... hates making but has to make. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you. I think you're right from just what I know of everything. Yeah, they've got stodgy management. They're like, don't fuck with the recipe. So, you know, I actually met one of the founders of this company. Um, he... From the 1920s? Yeah. Yeah, no. Because uh, <laughs> I, I think like... The brewery that was founded in like the 20s or whatever in like 1916 isn't actually this brewery. It, yeah. uh, one of them bought each other out and then took the name. Right. I think is what happened. This one I think is widely accepted to have been founded in the 80s. Okay. But anyway, I met one of the uh, one of the owners or one of the fa- founders. He's not. He sold it in 2012 or 14 or whatever, and retired. But I met him at a wedding this summer actually, and he recognized me. And pulled me out of the nice. Pulled me out of the group, and uh, I was fucking blackout drunk. Um, <laughs> but, but I remember I mean, talking. Why wouldn't you? He, but he was giving me some advice, and I was just telling him. He's like, "Oh, is NBL getting any better?" I'm like, "Nope, they're actually getting worse." He's like, "Yeah, it sounds about right." And he was just giving me, just shooting the shit. But yeah. he's probably in his seventies, maybe older. I don't want to offend him if, he, <laughs> if he's listening, but he's he's definitely older than like my father. Yeah, for for sure, for sure. But it was uh, it was cool. Like as much as I'm shitting on this product specifically, when a couple of their products, it's like I have no, I'm not a pretentious. Like there's a lot of people in my industry in the craft beer industry that are fucking pretentious. It's all ego. I have people that hate us still for like I don't even know why. Yeah. But other brewery owners hate my winery. I think because well, there's probably a bunch of things. I probably pissed them off, but. Um, First and foremost, I've gotten hate from other owners because we make wine wine out of fruit. Yeah. In addition to making wine out of grapes, which we do. I grow my own fucking grapes, but whatever. But I also make wine out of fruit. And I think we have, I've gotten like, I, I don't think, I know this. I've gotten shit on by other brewery owners. And it's like, dude, like people are buying, like I sell fucking 300 cases a year of raspberry wine. Fuck off. Like yeah. people buy it. Why do you give a shit? Hey, grapes I- are fruit. Fuck off. Well, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> it's such a dumb, but whatever. But like the, the craft beer group, I don't know if this is. Yeah. Nobody's shitting on the mead guys. Yeah. I don't know if this is like. They're stealing bees, honey. I don't know if this is like across the board that craft beer owners are just pretentious. I think it is. I think it, I think it is. But. Yeah, it's like, it's like tech bros and how much money they raise. Well, dude, I always there's always memes about like um, gatekeeping in the beer industry. Like fucking yeah. like there's, uh, there's I people I know are fucking such pretentious assholes. Like when a woman is trying to get into craft beer and they're like, well, honey, maybe we'll find a pilsner for you. Right. It's like, shut the fuck up. Like, you know, like, I don't know. I, I just like it's like, you know, who taught me good taste? My mother. One of the reasons, yeah. <laughs> Probably like, you too. <laughs> yeah, like one of the reasons why I don't f- see myself being a lifer in this industry is because it's so toxic. You know what? I think... Love my customers to death, but the other people yeah. in the industry, I... I so I, I, I think, know. I don't think you can do, I don't think you're going to do that because I think you're too much of a shit disturber and you would rather uh, just continue to spit in the eye of everyone and just make money hand over fist like pink whitney's a spit in the eye yeah of uh, like the fundamentals of liquor and what should sell and what's good um and i think you'd be better off just doing that and coming out with uh hector's hard purple craze (laughs) than uh than bowing to the 
pretentious assholes because I, I was listening to Joe Rogan on the way here. Because we're white supremacists. Yes. Uh, and he was talking about how um, just the simple idea of being able to change your own mind, you know, that ideas are not your identity. You are not your ideas. And uh, if you cannot, if you don't grasp that fact, like you're, you're just living on ego. You're not living on, um, you're not making decisions with your mind. You're not living or you're not like actually observing the universe around no. you. You're either looking for validation or you're defending yourself. No, I think things you said 20 years ago should preclude you from getting a job now. I don't think pe people can't change. Yeah, it's so fucked. They were talking about cancel culture, I guess, kind of in that, not in a direct sense, but like yeah. the idea that uh, there's a Brazilian podcaster that got canceled fucking hard because he's like a free speech absolutist. And he's like, yeah, I think that Nazis should be able to have a political party and be able to, you know, have a podcast and that should be legal and should be fine because just because, you know, they hate Jews, like there's people on the other side that hate Nazis as much as they hate Jews. It's like, why is one level of hate more acceptable than the other? And he's like, the le the radical left is all this room to roam free and the radical right is like, this is evil. And it's like, it's un he's, he's phrasing it in such a way that's like, ah, well, like maybe there should be an exception for Nazis, but he's like, like I said, an absolutist and yeah. he was probably pretty drunk when he made this comment and he got fucking canceled for that. I'm pretty... And here's the wrap-up of it. Uh, the ACLU had the same exact stance and statement in the mid-early 90s saying... Because they believe in free speech. Right. And they're like, this is a with Jewish leadership in this organization. And this yeah. is, what, 50 years, 40 years after the Holocaust? Yeah. 50 years? And they're like, no, we don't want to censor Nazis. We think that's a bad precedent to set. And then, you know, 20 years later, white people somewhere are like, you can't say Nazis are okay. Like, people that were not at all affected by them or their ideology all of a sudden have a stronger stance than the actual victims of the crime. Like... So here's my two schools of thought here. I'm pretty let people, people should be able to say whatever they want. And if they have bad ideas, the marketplace will determine that those are bad ideas. So like, is, is ever, cancellation that? So I'll get there. So have you ever heard one of these fucking, what's that guy's name? Richard Spencer or whatever. You ever fucking hear these people talk where they're talking about like the the superiority of white genetics and shit like I've, it's a little it, not enough it's i want to hear fucking, more because it's interesting it's fucking ludicrous yeah. right like um it it's like a, a good example is uh Django Unchained the Quentin Tarantino movie where yeah. DiCaprio has the skull oh he's going over phrenology yeah and he's like black people he's not using that word you can fill in the blanks Black people have a thing in their brain that makes them naturally subservient to white people. Yeah. And he's like pointing at parts of the brain and shit. Well, it's an actual skull. Yeah. 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 A slave presumably killed, I, killed on no, his plantation. No, it was like his, uh, it was his father's slave or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Because, oh, then, yeah, the, 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 because he, the, he would, every morning he would shave him with a straight razor and he's like, why wouldn't you cut my father's neck? Yeah. And he's like, you know why? Because subservient and words are are subservient to white people naturally it's part of their fucking thing and it's like quentin obviously wrote that to be ridiculous on to that was to be satire though right that wasn't actually that 
Oh, no, uh, I think that was like commonly believed, right? I was going to say that was but, that was the like cutting edge, bleeding edge science of the time. That was like incredibly like appropriate for him to be saying because that was actually generally accepted not only by like politicians and doctors, but by like the, uh, you know, educated elite at large. You ever watch like I watch I'll watch these fucking not often. Yeah. All, no, actually often. I was lying. I, I every night I put on. um white supremacist <laughs> rants to fall asleep ironically but, and it's sinking in slowly oh no oh, it's so funny to just wa- watch these people that are like my i am genetically superior and these there's these fat beer belly redneck type of guys yeah it's like come on anyway but so my point being and then lebron james exists yeah and it's like <laughs> okay yeah shaquille o'neal is the genetic inferior and you are um but my point being you listen to that and anyone with a brain is like that's ridiculous exactly what we're making fun of on this podcast just now yeah of course right so you should let the racist talk because most people are like that's dumb however and i think i've said this before is nazism is inherently violent because a core tenant of nazism is to commit violence against certain minorities yeah, same with accelerationist leftists. They want to do a bunch of violence and kill a bunch of people and end society. Like, okay, yeah, but, like, cops aren't real people. True. <laughs> no, let's, like, kill the, kill the entire capital class. Yeah, and the rich... Like, yeah. kill every landlord, Yeah, kill every banker. Yeah, kill, oh, this sounds familiar. Yeah, they're not real people. Okay. If you abuse the excess labor, you're not a real person. Mm. You're a fucking... Leech. Oh, like the banking class in 1936 did. Is that a Jew joke? <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I don't like that argument because it's the same argument as, well, black people had slaves before we came over. <laughs> yeah, and it was really violent. <laughs> it wasn't good. Yeah, Just because it, it existed doesn't mean it was the right thing to do. Yeah, I guess it's like... It's like, they were doing crimes against humanity, it's fine. Well, it's called whataboutism, right? Yeah, exactly. Where it's like... American whataboutism is basically a foreign policy wrapped up. Well, yeah, American whataboutism is is the two-party system, right? It's like, well, by, it's like, well, why is your candidate good? It's like, well, Trump is fucking sexist. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, that's not what I asked you. I asked you why your qu- candidate is qualified. Why is Biden qualified? Did you see Trump's fucking... It's like, no, that's not what I asked you. Like, it's just whataboutism, right? What about him? What about this? What about that? It's like, well, fuck off. But, um, yeah, I guess, like, it, it's hard because the whole thing with with the First Amendment and um, free speech in Canada and that kind of idea, even N2L extent as well like the non-aggression principle which is the basis of like libertarian and anarchist ideology is you know as long as you don't hurt somebody else then you can do it like your but your rights end where my begin right yeah so if your ideology is that my class of people should be exterminated you can't believe that without infringing on my rights yeah so I understand where Canada wants to ban hate speech because 
I un- like that's infringement. Just you believing those thoughts is infringing on my rights. Yeah, like if they could just have like a Nazi commune, I mean, which is funny. Yeah, they do uh, in like Argentina, right in the mountains. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the fact that they live in a commune and they're but, Nazis, like, Nazis is, is ironic. Nazism specifically is expansionist. It's imperialist. Yes, but like Nazism specifically is not just racist. It's racist with the bottom line of killing them. It's yeah, it's eugenics right? baked in. It's all these other yeah, things. Yeah, which but there's I'm sure racist communities that are just like they don't want to kill them. They're just racist. Yeah, they just, just want them to go away. Yeah. Like if it was possible what I was going to say is if it was possible just to have like think um like Mad Max or something like that, where it's like post-apocalypse, post uh, post-modern society, and you have a village or a town, and it's just full of a bunch of Nazis, and they just kind of do their Nazi thing, and they, it's only white people over there, and they just kind of stick over to their corner, and like you just, if you're not white and not one of them, you know to not go over there, but you like maybe trade food sometimes. Yeah, like that's feasible that's fine you can live you can live over there we'll live over here but that like if the thing is their belief system won't allow them to do that their belief system will mean we need to now crush your village exactly yeah i'm still thinking like our village is great but like yours is not okay i'm still thinking give every conservative the east side of north america and give every liberal the west side of north america and just (laughs) <laughs> that solves every problem. They can't keep their fingers out of the Ukraine. What do you think? Makes, what do you think they're gonna do to? <laughs> what do you think they'll if, do to each other? If all the conservatives are in Alberta and we get Manitoba, then yeah. like, yeah, no, I, yeah, it's um, there is no solution, and everyone, as uh, my hero George Carlin would say, it's all bullshit and it's bad for you. On that note, do you want to take a shot? Duh. Have I ever said no to that? Uh, when whenever a bartender asks me. If I want another drink, I always respond. Well, I've never said no to that question. Even though I often do say no to that question, but that's besides the point. Uh, <laughs> and, today, they, and they laugh hysterically. Give me some time. more purple craze, Tyler. Give me more of that purple stuff. <laughs> lean in my cup. Lean in my cup. Uh, we are going to transfer here to the segment that we call Shot Caller. I was about to say top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning. Um, the shot caller is the segment that we take a shot that you, the audience picks for us. That still smells gross. Today we are taking another shot of fireball Swinemann whiskey. Um, because I have two bottles of it by accident. So I'm just trying to get rid of this. So I'm going to shoot it until then. Sounds good. So thank you. Excess alcohol for sponsoring this episode. The cinnamon really goes good with the purple, I think. <laughs> I hate you for saying that. You know who I don't trust? People that say, like, the name of a Gatorade. <laughs> like, oh, I'll take a Wildberry Gatorade. Yeah. Get the fuck... You're fucking cop, aren't you? This <laughs> this is Wildberry. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, it, but it's... Can per- I have Can I have the Hector's Hard, <laughs> the Wildberry flavor? Yeah, well, like, <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a narc. Yeah, fucking narc. narc. Yeah, there was I saw some tweet that was like, only fucking undercover cops call like Gatorade by the actual fruit name, and then someone responds to it like, well, how do you differentiate between like 
the the two bl- the blueberry and then the fucking cool blue. He's like dark blue and light blue. You fucking cop. <laughs> like, So a man walks in, man comes home, carrying a, a chicken under his arm. Gross, but okay. And he says, and his, walks up to his wife and he goes, hey, this is the pig I've been fucking. And the wife goes, that's a chicken. He says, shut up, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> oh, canceled. That's pretty good, actually. That's pretty good. It's from The Sopranos, which I just finished uh a couple nice. days ago, actually. Um, yeah, we were kind of talking about it before um, getting on here. Uh, it's as good as they say. Um, if not dated, I uh, you can definitely see how it influenced everything, basically, yeah. going forward. Like, I know that uh, Brian Cranston said that Walter White was part- partially influenced by Tony Soprano. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, John Hamm said... Um, uh, Mad Men, uh, Don Draper, yeah, was also partly inspired by Tony Soprano. Um, it's a little bit like yeah, um, both Family Men becoming unhinged. Yeah, especially like the uh, the earlier seasons. Technically, they're they're not as you know anything from passable to bad, but that's not they're forming it filming in fucking four three aspect ratio, right? Like yeah. you know, it is what it is. It's it was a limitation of the late nineties, right? Um, got better with time, obviously. Um, the fucking the acting and writing obviously carried the entire thing. You can definitely see how this was like a, you know, revolutionary, like changed television programming forever. Um, yeah, it was great. It's probably I I would say it's safely in my top ten television series, maybe top five if I watch it a couple more times. But um. <laughs> Yeah, I'm 25 years old and very, very big into, like, gangster movies and culture. And this is the first fucking time I've watched The Sopranos through is uh, right now. Well, so. Hey, welcome to the 21st century, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny. You know what's funny is um, almost every member of the cast has a fucking podcast. Oh, um, shit, eh? Most of them started during COVID. Yeah. Um. So... Um. Rob Ayers and Jamie Lynn Spiegler, the the brother and sister, like AJ and uh, Meadow, mm-hmm. they have a podcast together with fucking YouTuber Kasim G, who I completely forgot about. I don't know if you know this fucking guy. Nope. He's like an OG YouTuber. Okay. Whom I remember watching when I was like eight years old. Oh, like OG Rooster Teeth, Red vs. Blue era. Like Ray William Johnson, think that kind of Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was a guy who, yeah, was a YouTuber way back when. I hadn't even thought about him in a decade. And then when I saw the fucking listing for their podcast, cause I, I was like, after I'm done the show, I like reading like the Wikipedia and stuff or not the, the, you know, the, whatever the fan Wikipedia. Yeah. Um, but I don't like to do it while I'm watching because I don't like to spoil myself. Cause you ever like click on a character on Wikipedia and it's like deceased this date. And you're like, yeah. Oh, he dies. Fuck off. Like, yeah. um, so I try not to spoil myself, but, um, yeah, so, so I was, like, scrolling through their Wikipedia, and it's like, oh, they have a fucking podcast together. I'm like, oh, that's cool. The brother and sister on screen have a podcast together. It's like, yeah, with YouTuber CasMG, and I'm like, I got, like, a core memory access. I'm like, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Like, how do they even know each other? But uh, that's not, like, a, it's not a Sopranos podcast. It just happens to be 
two members of the cast from the Sopranos. They mm. talk about Sopranos a lot and they have like they had Michael Imperioli and they had uh, the girl that plays uh, Adriana. They've had like all the cast on the podcast since then, but they don't actually talk about the show. Not specifically, but every yeah. so but uh Sopranos is like the only acting um AJ ever did. Hmm. Uh he was in like the shitty Ben Affleck Daredevil movie. Yeah. As like a bully, like not really a main cast. And then he was in one other movie, like some indie film, and then he's never done anything since. Like by choice or Yeah, yeah. Well he was getting by the, the last season he was getting paid like a hundred grand an episode or something. Yeah. You know, made bank $10 million over the season, over the series, presumably. In, and then remember by the time Royal. they were done filming, he was 19. Yeah. And just, yeah. And presumably then, got a good investment manager and then just fuck fucked off. And I'm assuming he probably still gets royalties to some degree. Presu- yeah. Presumably depending on what the contract looks like. Yeah. Um, he probably still gets something. Uh, it's like fucking Frankie Muniz after he was done Malcolm middle, we were retired. I drives formula one cars now. That's dope. Like retired at twenty and was like, "Yeah, fuck it, I'm done acting." That's that's how child stars should take it. Oh fuck yeah, dude! Like imagine, yeah, like because fucking AJ was like twelve when eleven, twelve when they started, finished yeah. when he was like twenty, and then just retired. Like that's the way to fucking go. Um, and then so Michael Imperioli, the guy that plays Christopher, and the guy that plays Bobby, yeah. uh, they have a podcast where they go episode by episode. watching every episode being and they're like three hours long and they like go scene by scene being like this is what happened this is what we felt like whatever whatever i haven't watched any of that yet but i probably will and they've had like steve buscemi on and like all the other cast members those are that's a category of podcasts that i just i can't listen to yeah i I don't know like um i don't find like the the watch um the rewatch podcast interesting seeing as i just finished the series that has no appeal to me. Yeah. Because it's like fresh in my memory. Right. Maybe in a few years I'll be like, oh, like I'll watch that. I'm like, oh, I remember that too. Like, you know, yeah. like nostalgic kind of thing. I'm, I'm just not interested in film. I think that's the biggest thing. Mm. I'm very interested in film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. Like, like Adri- I'd rather listen to like the driest fucking foreign policy podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And like Adriana has a different uh, podcast. And like, yeah, everyone just made a podcast like during COVID. Because it's like, oh, I'm an actor. I can't act anymore because um, COVID shut down all the films to sites. I'm just at home and yeah. I'm kind of famous. Podcast. Podcast time. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I bet Shore is doing great. Fuck, we should have brought Shore stock. Well, I have no idea what that is. Oh, the mics? Yeah. <laughs> Are they publicly listed? Who knows? Who knows? So here's a, uh, this is a business podcast after all. We're 38 minutes in. Really? I think so. Um, so we have a little stock trading group chat. You're in it, even it, though you, you're the only member of it that doesn't actually buy any of the stocks, I think. Um, so you're in it with, and it's like five of the other. because I have my own little dirty game going. Okay. I don't know what that means. Um, but our stock pick... Stock pick of the week. Um, we were doing... We think Canadian... Po- what is it? Potash? Potash? How do you pronounce it? Yeah. Potash. So potash is a fertilizer. It's a nitrogen-based yep. fertilizer. You can either mine it out of the ground or you can make it by like burning wood or something. 
And uh, it's from charcoal. I googled it because Zach was like no it's mine I'm like no you can my dad used to definitely make it for his wildflowers he's like no you can't it's just mine I'm like no so I googled it Uh, you basically like burn wood get the charcoal and then like cool it super quickly uh, burn it again and then put it in water and then it'll separate and then you like skim off the top and then what you're left with is potash or something Mm. it's like introducing different chemicals whatever I I don't I'm not a scientist but uh so, sixty uh, percent of the world's potash comes from Manitoba and Saskatchewan, the province yeah, that we the, live in, and then and the neighbor one. Within like six hours of us, and the rest of uh, the potash in the world, and everyone buys this for fertilizer. Yeah, China, America, they all buy it for fertilizer, but the rest of it is coming from Russia and Belarus. Yeah, and if you're listening from Future Land, it's uh, February the twenty third right now. 2022 and uh russia just moved like a hundred thousand troops into ukraine uh they just mobile like didn't they just mobilize no, no they're like, they're like two hundred thousand troops now yeah uh no the this afternoon they moved into ukraine or they moved into these uh forward operating positions uh these no these russian states inside of ukraine right. they're, they're the Ru- russian it. separatist states yeah so but yeah so it to, I'll, uh, gi- I'll give you the quick Coles notes on, or sorry, you finish your thought. So summarize. the world is sanctioning Russia, AKA not buying their potash, AKA buying Canadian potash. The only other potash. Exactly. So that's the bet that we're making this week. We'll see if it pays off. Yeah. And also another good bet would be, um, if you can find, I think it's probably China, so this might not be possible. China? But, uh, titanium. So Boeing is uh, very dependent on titanium. And uh, ti- they currently get around a bunch of sanctions to Russia or against Russia in a bunch of different creative ways. But, yeah, if these if this new wave of sanctions comes in against Russia, Boeing's going to be fucked on their titanium supply. So want to start a titanium company? Sure. Uh, so... Titanium might be another gameplay, but yeah, there's a lot of different ways to profit on this calamity. I've been saying, which for, is just American. I've been saying for years we should get into war profiteering. I mean, this basically is. Yeah, it's like in billions where he started shorting airline stocks when the first plane hit the twin towers. Yeah, and it was especially egregious because. Most All of, his partners died. Most of his <laughs> firm died in, in 9-11. <laughs> this is a fake show, though, yeah. obviously. So it's a television series, so it might not be. Yeah, but... just like 9-11. Uh, <laughs> so uh, anyway, so the, the update on, I guess, if you haven't been paying attention to uh, the nuance of foreign policy in Ukraine and why the fuck any of this is happening, um, I know you don't care about it that much, but it, I think it'd be funny to debate, like, uh, Russia is on in the right here versus Russia is in the wrong. Which side are you taking? I would take Russia's right. That's the side I wanted to take. <laughs> I know. That's why it's not going to be an argument. Okay, uh, so Russia is wrong. Russia has more claim to Ukraine than U.S. does to Iraq. You know, full, full stop. yeah, that's, yeah. That, full, I, full stop. I don't think there's any person that would argue that's true. Like, I don't, there's no mental gymnastics you can do to to think the the U.S. deserves Iraq more than 
Russia deserves Ukraine. And you know what's great? Uh, the same line that Colin Powell used to justify the invasion of Iraq, uh, Putin used that same line. Did he do it on purpose? Well, what's I the line? Don't imagine do that he did it, it on accident. Uh, he basically said uh, Ukraine might have, or, or sorry, not might have, but Ukraine, oh, the if weapons of mass destruction they join thing? NATO, will develop weapons of mass destruction. Then he broke down like how long it would take for a cruise missile to go from, from Ukraine Kiev to, to Moscow. Yeah, to the to the Kremlin, and he like a hypersonic would be seven minutes. Like Seems he's like, and this is an existential threat to yeah. my nation, and they could develop weapons of mass destruction and that is like that's had, reason that's reason enough for our national security to be I thought threatened. we had nuclear non-proliferation treaties. No one gives a shit. Not really. Okay. US just authorized a whole new generation of nukes to be built. Perfect. In the last defense bill. Thanks Biden. Yeah. I mean it was they've been kicking the can for like 15 years they finally did it. Because Russia's <laughs> flexing. No, it was before that. Um, that. It was with the last uh, budget bill where they like paid out a bunch of COVID people. So the leader of our farthest left federal party, Jagmeet Singh, he's the leader of the New Democrats here in Canada, tweeted a long tweet, as long as a tweet can be, talking about how Canada is on Ukraine's side. Um. That, uh, their president's also named Vladimir. Yep. But it's spelled differently. I love the story of their president. Basically, what is they, it Belensky or something? What's his name? Uh, yeah, Belensky. Something like that? Um, they basically elected like Jon Stewart to be president. He's a TV show? He's a, he's a TV host well, comedian. You, no, I remember when he got elected. This is pretty recently, right? Yeah. Didn't yeah. he like, yeah, and he didn't even think he was going to win. He did? Yeah, he made like a TV show to like, uh, basically playing as a politician like making fun of politicians yeah i think your glass is leaking dude you're dripping all over yourself and it's all over the table i don't know how but i think your glass is leaking yeah it was like this seems like a lot of like cup rings yeah every time you pick it up you drip on your shirt really yeah i haven't even noticed editor <laughs> put in zoom in every time it drips on my shirt <laughs> That's a good cut. But yeah, basically, Ukraine's president is like Jon Stewart, which I think is amazing. But, um, like, you really have to understand the history completely, which I'm not going to go over because it's long and boring. Uh, but the word Russian, Russia, is actually, uh, it's derived from the original, uh, like, civilization basically which is now Kiev and they have a deep deep history like it, this is it is actually a major security issue for Russia to not control the Ukraine it's a prosperity issue it's an agricultural issue like they there's a lot that they lose by not having Ukraine or a lot that they gain by having it uh, not in the short term because sanctions will knock out all the gains that they could possibly have well, but, less than you think. They're they've spent the last couple decades making sure they're not reliant on the United States. Right, and the last set of um, <laughs> the last set of sanctions. If you think that they're being effective, I I think most recent estimates est like guess that the effect to GDP was under two percent. Oh, sorry, I was in the middle of a 
sentence before my cup started leaking. Yeah. Uh, the leader of the new Democrat Party, which is the farthest left party in Canada, or like the only the farthest left that gets seats. We have a communist party, but they are not taken seriously. Um, tweeted something along the lines of "We Canada is standing in solidarity with uh, with Ukraine and their sovereignty, and we respect their sovereignty against Russian aggressors." And I responded in the in in the form of a tweet. Um, can the new and I phrased it exactly how he phrased it, and I'm like, "Can the new Democrats respect the sovereignty and independence of?" Uh, What's a Watson against Canadian aggressors? Because it's it I'm was going to say Palestine. <laughs> well, that too, but no, it's um, it's the NDP is the provincial government in British Columbia where they're using militarized police to brutalize and assault and arrest um, land protectors, like natives of their own land. Natives is trying to get them off their own land, but they're trying to build a pipeline through it. Illegally. Illegally. Well, yeah, the court gave them an injunction to stop, and they just didn't stop the cops. And that's our farthest left party, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it was like the most liked reply on his tweet was what I said. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Are you going to get interviewed again? <laughs> I hope he fucking reads that shit. I can't Pro- imagine he does, but like, yeah. God, I hope. He- like, it's like the fucking hypocrisy of these people, like... So if um, if America declares a rebel state legitimate, it's just like, yeah, that's that's true. Russia does it. No. <laughs> like, and yeah, obviously the UN is against Russia invading Ukraine. Um, and when the US wanted to invade Iraq, that's fine. The UN was like, no. Yeah. And the US was like, we're going to do it anyways. Russia is like, no, we're going to veto that. And the US is like, okay, we're doing it anyways. Yeah. So what's the difference here? None. It's just American exceptionalism where they think America's untouchable. There is literally, I, I'm not even going to give a number like because it's absurd. Like there's, there's no reason aside from oil and whatever the fuck Bush was hard on uh, to invade Iraq. Like there was, like for the greater good of Americans, like no American like lives a better life today because they invaded Iraq. No. Well, there's definitely not a net good, except for unless the yeah the board of directors of Halliburton and the I was going to say unless you're in the military industrial complex. Yeah, although people that were manufacturing small arms and shit, ooh, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. The U.S. U.S. giving no bid contracts Contracts to 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 Halliburton (laughs) to rebuild places they just bombed the ever living fuck out of from other other no bid contracts, and they refused to spend oh. $300 $300 a month on a child tax credit because that's quote unquote too expensive. Jesus fucking Christ. They spent $10,000 per cup of coffee in this, in the military. They spent, okay. They're like, okay, we want to spend a few trillion dollars back home to improve our infrastructure and the well being of our citizens. And they're like, everyone's like, Oh God, that's so expensive. And all you hear in the news for months is this is a two trillion dollar bill there's a three trillion dollar bill there's a 1.8 trillion dollar bill and that's like eight months of spending for the pentagon yeah yeah it's it's not even how much they spent in afghanistan yeah and they'll be like oh you want 1.8 trillion dollars it's like well no you can't have it it's like but i want to kill some people in the sand oh 
Why didn't you just say so? Yeah, they always they, 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 it's like the it's a thirty million dollar drone being piloted by or like a thirty million dollar drone shooting a three million dollar missile piloted by somebody making three hundred thousand dollars a year, uh, dropped on someone who makes three dollars a day. Yeah, or on a tent that costs thirty dollars on someone who makes three dollars a day or something. It's like going down, um, based. <sighs> It's just flexing, just flexing on everybody. We're going to take a second shot here. If you know, I need it. Yeah. Uh, if you know the show, if we take a shot that's under 40%, we take two. And sometimes we take more just because sometimes we just take, uh, no one hit me. <laughs> Gross. It's um, like your flask. Your flask killed me. That didn't even kill me that bad. <laughs> Which is weird. Yeah. I need to bring my flask. I still have my shitty liquor. You said you were going to. I know. I didn't remember until just now. That's gross. But anyways, um, literally today, there was that update of uh, 200,000 troops uh, of Russia's moving to the border. And, like, I'm reading all these, like, lefty posts about why we should care about Ukraine getting invaded. And, yes, valid people dying. All Like, humanitarian crisis, generally bad. I'm not saying invading Ukraine is a good thing. I'm just saying, I'm just being the whataboutist in the other direction. What about America? <laughs> Like, everyone does the whataboutism to be like, oh, they're so bad, they're worse than me. Um, I'm doing the whataboutism of, like, it's fine because we're worse. Yeah. I'm a whataboutist, whataboutit apologist. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, what, what, but what about whataboutists? Fuck them. Kill them all. Huh? Um, what if you didn't? Yeah, what I don't then? know. I, You know, if we just stopped talking about Russia like we stopped talking about coronavirus then it would go away yeah what do you think about um Justin Trudeau invoking the war measures act <laughs> did we talk about this last week I don't know if we did no, I think it's happening in between episodes I think it was eight days ago actually but was it okay. yeah because uh he just renounced it finally today. yeah well that was well, I mean, but they said it was been active for eight days. They said, yeah, okay, which is a pretty short period of time. But so, People, especially, I think it's so, funny, especially because at like yesterday or last night, I was reading like a bunch of posts being like, "This is just the beginning. Well, this is just a pretext." Uh, what I think was going to happen is uh, the Senate was supposed to vote on it like nine p.m. tonight. Yeah, and he got out. And he knew he wasn't going to have the votes. Yeah, so he got out in front of it. Right, and just oh no, I am rescinding it myself yeah so he didn't get shut down but for those of you who don't know but it's become fucking international news like ben shapiro has been retweeting this shit like fucking right-wing people have been talking about this tucker carlson yeah. like and uh yeah our, our prime minister invoked the war measures act which basically suspends civil liberties uh, they can freeze your bank accounts. They can arrest you without charging you with anything. They can hold you indefinitely. Um, they can send the military in, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, it's not called the War Measures Act anymore. It hasn't been since 1988, but... Um, it sounds better. The irony, it's like the Emergencies Act now. But uh, anyway, he invoked it because there were people honking outside his house. Fair. Um. <laughs> anyway, no, yeah, the whole trucker protest thing. If you don't remember that, if you're listening to this in future land, just Google trucker protest 2022 Canada, um, and it'll re refresh your memory. But uh, 
yeah, he invoked the War Measures Act, and even like far left groups were like, eh, maybe don't suspend people's civil liberties. Yeah, I don't. Um, I, I don't know many people on either side that of are like this was a good spectrum decision. that think it was okay. Yeah. So now, and you know, I, I find it funny because he's arresting uh, the organizers of the trucker convoy. And it was a long weekend on the weekend, so they had to spend four days in prison. <laughs> yeah, that's, which is kind broad, of funny. that's broadly funny because uh, the these people or- are fucking idiots. The organizers are are, are, they're, sh- are shitbags. They're racists. They're like, we're not saying that because of their protest. It's no ob- objectively not connected to the protest or the movement whatsoever. They were already pieces of shit. Like, yeah, they well, just the, one of them was the leader of the Yellow Vest movement. Which I mean, Google that, look into it. It's pretty interesting yeah the the people the organizers latched themselves on to like you guys know my political philosophy as of late there's dupers and dupies that's my entire political philosophy there's no left there's no right there's just dupers and dupies and the organizers pat king and tamara lich were dupers and everyone they made sit out in the cold while they were in a fucking five-star hotel honking um those were the dupies yeah. But now that they're arrested and it looks like everything's turning around, they're now dupies as well. <laughs> um, how fast the fucking turntables turn, right? Um, it was funny because, yeah, like, while everyone drove big rigs across the country and slept in the cold and slept outside for 24 hours a day. It's um, a very long drive, by the way. It's boring as 40, hell. 40, 50 hours. Uh, Tamara, at, at the speed they were doing it, it was like 100 hours. Tamara Lich, one of the organizers, uh, flew private. Private charter jet. Pri- private jet, and then stayed in a, like, rented an entire, like, floor of a hotel to live in, in Ottawa, while the protest was happening. And they arrested her. And she's not a wealthy woman. No, so we either think it's dark money, or she's just siphoning the fucking... GoFundMe, right? Yeah. And for the... Whichever way you believe this protest, everyone who donated that fucking GoFundMe is a dupee. 100%. There's no... Like, don't give rich people your fucking money. <laughs> like, just don't. They don't. Like, do you know how much truckers make? <laughs> Not even... Well, they don't need no, your and cash. And then the Canadian Trucker Association released a statement being like, there's no real truckers there. No. None of, the, none of the organizers were truckers or you know associated what, or backed by any You know what real truckers do? work drive they drive yeah they don't have fucking time <laughs> to sit in a fucking jacuzzi in the streets of ottawa yeah my grandpa anyway a, my grandpa's a trucker and he's fucking fed up with this shit but they um they denied her bail because she's a flight risk because yep. she took a private jet so yep. he's in fucking prison uh and the funniest uh in solitary confinement because she's unvaccinated <laughs> so she can't be part of fucking general population honestly she's probably better off so funny um what would have been funny even funnier is if they like put her in prison and they're like oh yeah she's vaccinated and she was just lying that would have been amazing oh my god because that's come out that's been a couple uh candace owens is vaccinated yeah and still assert or allegedly don't sue me um Candace Owens allegedly is vaccinated because there's pictures of her secretly in like events that you have to be vaccinated to get into. Yeah. Uh, Her supporters have been like, oh, she probably fucking got around it because she's famous, right? Whatever. But she constantly posts, I will never get vaccinated. I'll never fucking put this shit in my body. And then she's like spotted in places where you have to be vaccinated. 
No, that's super common. It's I mean, come out a few times. There's a few different people. I I believe. Um, I mean, any Republican senator that's sitting, uh, or no, maybe this, maybe their Senate doesn't have a vaccination requirement. I think the, some, a lot of the buildings do, but anyways, um, most of them were like super pro vaccine when it was, when Trump was being like, yeah, I'm going to roll out these vaccines. Like hey, Trump was like, like the fifth like person fa- in like America fa- to get the vaccine. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to roll these things out fast as fuck boy. Yeah. And like all the Republicans are like, yeah, vaccines, vaccines, vaccines. Biden gets into office. Two weeks later, everyone's like, vaccines are poison. Yeah. Um, and everyone's like, yeah, vaccines are poison. Like, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's like a, it's like a fucking family guy bit where it's a bunch of. 911 ra- is bad. It's a bunch of raging idiots with like uh, pitchforks and torches. Yeah. Well, it's like the South Park, like, they took a down. <laughs> and they're just mad because the aliens are taking their jobs, but it like doesn't even make any sense. And they're yeah. all just mad. Yeah. But it's like one of my favorite clips is Trump saying, speaking on stage, this is pretty recently, to like Alabama or like in Alabama. And he's like, um, yeah, like the easiest way to get back to normal is get vaccinated and we can stop talking about it. And, and he gets go, booed. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know your freedoms, your freedoms. Like, I got vaccinated. I'm, he's like, if anything bad, if anything bad happens, my Trump's not very good, my impression, but if anything bad happens, I'll be, you'll be the first to know. I'll call Alabama and I'll be like, hey, something bad happened. But until then, nothing's <laughs> happening. Like, I love his bits. If something bad happens, you know what? I'll call Alabama. <laughs> he's, like, who says that? He is objectively hilarious. He's, I don't give a fuck what people say. He's objectively brilliant on stage. It is um, a bit. He, yeah. Uh, here's something that happened today that's a business topic. Wow. Second one in an hour. Um, <laughs> he just launched his truth. Oh, yeah. It's I heard officially about launched it. this morning. Yeah. He has a new social media called Truth. Uh, which apparently was plagued by bugs and hackers, but they got it. They got it going. It's it's launched. Yeah, I I heard so what do you a, think about that. I heard a a bit about it, and the guy's like, I tried to create an account, and it just said something went wrong, and it just was yeah. Kept apparently, an error message. Apparently, it was not not a good rollout. Yeah, but uh, it's apparently live now. So, I uh, follow think... us at truth dot com slash alcohol beyond this point, and Honest? add me personally, uh, Willows Soprano. On truth, I don't usually do this, but I think I should actually get on this network. <laughs> I want to see what the fuck's going on in there. Well, it's kind of it's probably like parlor, but just worse. No, it'll be better. Okay, for like three months. Yeah, okay, until all the racists find it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Either skinheads or pedophiles will find well, it. Well, I want to. I want to make a truth, um, just to fucking see tr- Trump tweet again. Literally. <laughs> but like it's not as funny when it's not on Twitter because everyone on Twitter was just like why like all his replies were not from his supporters they're just like why are you doing this like oh man every morning refreshing Twitter to see seven unhinged tweets from three in the morning yeah and like, I'm this like, is a world leader that it it turns it for it, it makes it uh change from being entertainment to like this is actually thrilling because somebody might die because of this. Well, it's like, you see that fucking video of him uh, with Kim Jong-un? He's like, everyone got pictures? We're looking good and thin. (laughs) And like the heavy... That's one of my favorite moments of his entire presidency. North Korean dictator is like, uh... (laughs) And he dropped weight after that. Did he? Yeah. 
Did he respect Trump? I know he met with him a bunch, but like... He's a fucking child. He was humiliated. Wow, yeah. Like, he... Like, if, think of Kim Jong-un as a 12-year-old. That's pretty much what his emotional maturity appears to be. Like, he was hurt. Yeah, that's funny. When Trump doesn't give up... Trump doesn't probably doesn't even remember that. No. Dude, I came no, up... No, no, I bet you... I bet you it's a fucking drinking story that this guy still tells <laughs> i bet you Man, if, I I w- if i was trump i'd be like you know this one time i told kim jong-un he was a fucking fat ass let me show you the video does he it would be funny every time does he drink alcohol trump i don't think so trump vodka yeah i don't think he does either i feel like he's like doesn't i think for... he's uh i think he's, he's like... a well-done steak and hp kind of guy he's well yeah well he's one of those like per- productivity guys like you can't have any Substances because it hurts your productivity. I think. No, I think he's the kind of guy who just can't handle having any liquor. Yeah, because I I feel like I've never seen him with a drink in his hand or anything. Yeah, because like I'm gonna compare him to uh, probably Arneo would be the closest in uh, personality, personality wise, and he's like straight edge. Don't he doesn't have liquor. Like I never saw the guy drink a drop of anything. Never took any substance, like, not even so far as, like, nicotine in, like, a vape form. Like, nothing. And at the same time, this was one of the most addicted, hooked, like, junkie personality people I ever met. But he was, like, he was a junkie on pizza. Yeah. He was junkie on sugar. He yeah. was a junkie on, like, some health fix. Yeah. He would take supplements um, you know, in a manic manner. Like, I feel like Trump would be that guy. If he touched alcohol, he'd, he'd just be, go he'd be fucked. And he doesn't... Do, do you think he, he knows, knows that? It. He knows okay. it, for sure. Do you want me to bleep his name? You I, just said it? I don't care. Okay. God rest his, his soul. His estate will not sue me because it is his mother and she loves me. I know. And I, know. I love her. She's I know you. Just, I know you just have history with him, but... Like, it's, it's, it's just that personality of... Um, people that just like they like they don't drink because they just like it's 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 something that there's no benefit okay so here's someone like there's no pleasure there's no benefit it's just like there's no downside to liquor for me <laughs> mm-hmm. same here i don't have an addictive personality at all i am an addict not only am i an addict but you're not an out of control addict you're well in control you just don't care well enough to quit. You can moderate your in how much you drink. Yeah. You scale up, you scale down. You get yeah. drunk sometimes. You're not like you're not getting fucked every day. Not anymore. You just I have like a mild be... dependency. Yeah, I I still it's better than it was. I used to like my hand would shake if I didn't drink for 24 hours. Yeah, same with most people they don't have coffee. Yeah, oh, I'm not saying fucking too far <laughs> addicted to like yeah, fair. Fair. That's a fair point. Um, I'm definitely an addict, but I'm also, I don't know. It's kind of, it's hard to explain because I guess I, I was going to say, okay. What I, what I was going to say is that I, I, I'm very self preserving. Like I want to keep myself alive and functioning. Yeah. But then I'm also like suicidal. You're so I don't know how that, so I don't know how that works. Yeah. It's self-preservation and nihilism intersecting. It's great. Yeah. Whatever, but I'm definitely an addict, but there is... Who isn't? Yeah, there is no... Like, I have I have, I have, have had hangovers that would probably kill a Victorian child. Um, 
like I've had hangovers worse than COVID. I've had hangovers <laughs> for sure, a hundred percent. I've had hangovers. I'm trying to think of the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Like I've been in car accidents. Um, I've broken bones. I've had hangovers worse than that stuff. Yeah. And I've never had a hangover bad enough that I wanted to not, I would be like, God, please. I'll never drink again. Alcohol is so good. <laughs> I've, I don't even want to tell, talk about my, about my worst hangover. <laughs> it's too incriminating. I, there, it is so awesome. It just tastes good. and It's you, totally fine. And you drink a couple drinks and it gives you the best feeling ever. And you drink a few more and you can do anything. And you can, and, and you're, you're funny and handsome, even though other people don't think you are. And then you just, it's just awesome. And then, Sometimes it hurts you in the morning, but God, that's how we know we're alive, huh? It's yeah, it's it's like a sunburn. Yeah, it's worth it. You're gonna it, not go worth, to the beach because you got a sunburn. It's, Fuck it's you. It's worth a day in the sun. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So, I alcohol <laughs> is so good. So I think if you drink coffee in the mornings, you need to check your privilege because you're an addict. Uh, where first of all, where's that coffee coming from? Dude, who, these who fucking these fucking boomers, these goddamn Karens that are like drinking instant coffee that are hoot. fucking drinking coffee and then shitting on people like my brother for doing drugs. They're probably just Meanwhile that don't talk to me before I've had my coffee. You know what that is? You know what they're fucking saying? They're saying, I am not myself until I take performance-enhancing drugs. Until I take mind-altering substances. Then I am myself. Then I am my person. But my fucking... You know, I need to have a drink to get there. My fucking brother needs to take a Percocet to get there. Fuck you. These fucking Karens with their goddamn coffee mug that says I am not don't talk to me before I've had my coffee but you know what if you do don't give a homeless person fucking money because they're just gonna buy drugs with it they're gonna buy marijuana fuck you these fucking another another fun part about uh drugs uh these supposed colorblind uh drug enforcement laws in the US I shouldn't say US and everywhere uh where if you get caught with a dime bag of coke, like slap on the hand. If you get caught with a dime bag of crack, <laughs> life in prison. Minimum sentence ten years. Like it's because yeah, it's because judges' children do cocaine, and black judges' children do crack. <laughs> no, literally. Uh, who brought crack? Ronald Reagan into the neighborhoods. Ronald Reagan. Literally. Literally, it was the FBI or it was the CIA and Reagan started flooding black neighborhoods with crack. And you know what they to did? Destabilize the Black Panthers, right? I think that was the reason. Just, just blacks. Also, because uh, they don't like black people. <laughs> well, just any civil organization and progression whatsoever. Like, how do you destroy a community but, in its continuity, turn it into gangs feuding over drug territory? But Wall Street functions on cocaine, so you have to keep that around. Exactly. Yeah, you know, fucking like George W. Bush uh, was like high on cocaine and crashed a fucking car Peace. in like when he was like twenty. No one ever fucking talks about that shit. 
Okay, so I just short-circuited because I wasn't fully paying attention. Um, I thought you said Washington? George Washington. <laughs> was on cocaine and crashed his car. So like, fucking uh... George, George Washington crashed a car over so, the Delaware River. So, Willis, can you tell me about the uh, misinformation campaign that you've been running? I would love to. Uh, I just need a little bit more information. Uh, Which disinformation campaign? <laughs> Posting communist quotes over right. Ronald Reagan's face. No, I didn't do that. I I think it's a great way... No, what I've been doing recently... No, I, well, okay, I have done... I haven't done that in a while. Why do you... It wasn't Ronald Reagan. I You post... You post um, things said by, like, Tucker Carlson over a picture of... Mao? No, like, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Yeah. And vice versa. Yeah. And then you get people to like agree or disagree with it. And then you're like, ha ha. And then you rug pull and you're like, ha ha. Actually, this is someone you agree with. Yeah. It's like, there's a great, I'll put it on the screen. If you're watching the YouTube version of this podcast on youtube.com slash vote willows, um, I'll put it on the screen right now. It's a, it's a Twitter exchange and it's a marble. St- you ever see these like marble statues where it's fucking like the texture is unreal. Yeah. Like it's like flowing dress and like all this, right? So it's a marble sculpture of this of a woman, like a beautiful woman. And someone it's like re it was like reposted on like some one of those like Sigma male kind of pages that like are not satire, like this is real. Yeah. And they're being like you like a the way the reverence a man has for a woman, look at how you can like express that. Right. Like just the love that a man has for a woman. They're basically trying to say like family unit important. Like look at the care and craft that a man has for a woman to be able to create something like that. It's almost otherworldly. It's yeah. like heavenly. Right. And then, so this woman's like, or this presumably woman responds to the tweet and is like, so you're saying like, or is like, can you give me an example of a woman artist that could create something like this? And they're like, no, like nothing comes to mind. And then she posts another angle of the sculpture that he's posting with the sculptor who's an Asian woman. <laughs> he's like, this sculpture was sculpted by an Asian woman, you fucking misogynist piece of shit. Like, Amazing. Yeah, but it's like, you, it's the same kind of idea um, with like a lot of times if you explain communist ideals to the average conservative without calling it communism, they're like, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, like I just was saying before, like a Nazi commune. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, is ironic. Well, Nazis were socialists. It was in the name. True. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it's absolutely true because, I mean, most ideas are broadly agreeable. It's on the margins that people disagree. Oh, yeah, and it's 80% on the margin of people. And fucking... it's on the margins of shit that doesn't matter that they disagree. Like people that are on the right simultaneously hate socialism but want EI or not EI but like they want, CPP. They, yeah, they want tax cuts for themselves, aka yeah. government well, support. I I have somebody on my Facebook exactly what you're saying that is post like anti-socialism memes all the time. Yeah. This is an older older gentleman who's connect uh Collecting Canadian Pension Plan, CPP, which is after you hit 65, 
or I think you can change it. You can take it early, but it's less money. Yeah. Whatever. But like once you're retired, you can take CPP and it's a payment every month to it's a social safety net. And literally social security. He it's so, yeah, it's, it's can, literally social Canada's can Canada's version of social security. And, um, so we post anti-communism and anti-socialism memes all the time. And then also complains that his CPP isn't high enough. Amazing. So I commented one time, um, how about you pull yourself up by your bootstraps and start a side hustle in your retirement and then you won't have to fucking rely on your CPP. Invest that $314 a month. Yeah. And buy fucking crypto. And like I was being facetious, obviously, right? Just trying to illustrate that they're a hypocrite. I'm sure you got the point. No, they did not. They fucking responded with a paragraph being like, fucking government doesn't care about seniors and war veterans. And It's true because you know what they do? Uh, corporate bailouts give well, money to Israel. <laughs> well, and that that's the thing too is like these conservatives thing, that are yeah. that are anti-welfare but pro-corporate bailout and then the liberals that are like pro um social safety net but not pro like giving money. Like you know what I mean? Like it's just like there's no everyone is dumb except me. <laughs> like I've said it before. Everyone's and doobies. Everyone's dumb except us and you I'm not so sure about. Um. Yeah. Well, we're gonna transfer here into the last segment of the show called "Top of the Morning," "Tip of the Word," "Tip of the Tip of the Week," "Tip of the Tip of the Week." Was that better? <laughs> no. Okay. We're gonna transfer here into the segment that we call "Tip of the Week," the part of the show where Tyler and I give you real advice that we are currently going through in life or business. I don't have one off the top of my head this time. If you want to go first, no. every single day, every week. Tyler this is a surprise it's a surprise to him and not only is it a surprise to him that this segment is coming up but he's also personally mad at me <laughs> for having this segment that we both came up with yeah I'm still mad I'm, I'm not over it yet <laughs> no um join truth that's it actually my, yes mic drop no that's gonna be your tip uh, uh, yeah I just gave it anyway your tip mine would be uh Buy a ring light with a stand. Make it more broad. Um, Invest in the image of your business. No, just ring lights. Okay, perfect. Because the image of your business is dependent on ring lights. Start. No, no, no. I'll take it one farther. Start a ring light store where all you sell is ring lights. Sure. Uh, yeah, I was at winners the other day which is just the best place in the world and if you don't know what it is uh, i guess get fucked um but it's it, it's stuff that basically doesn't sell at other department <laughs> stores it's it's like yeah, last, it's, winners it's, is a department store it's like last year's fashion yeah last year's um Wait, is winners canadian home goods i don't know it's, i think it is i want to say it is maybe maybe i don't i don't care to look but anyways, uh, got this amazing thing, but I was just walking through it. It's like, I had this intent. We've had this intent to get something like this for a while. And I've had an intent to like get a, a nice stand for my phone so I can take videos of, um, you know, for social media while I'm working of like different things that I'm doing. And just been having all kinds of weird workarounds. We've had this like painting easel 
from your roommate for the longest time, like since we started. For the last year. Yeah, for this podcast. And the solution was literally $30. It's fine. This podcast is like, it's diligence, it's commitment, it's discipline, and we do it all the time. And then this was an impulse. Okay, and what this do you, an and what do you think buy. about that? I think it's kind of weird. Yeah, I, I think agree. it's kind of weird that you now put that you, now like, that you lay it out like that. You put in a lot of effort into things, but like the marginal improvement is so fucking hard. I don't know why. I guess actually now that I, now that you mention now that you like bring it up in that kind of respect, I guess I feel like that with my business too, where it's yes. like we we will put in more work. To like avoid spending ten dollars, where it's yes. like, just spend the fucking ten dollars, or like, spend ten minutes. Yeah. So I just set up a project management system for our contracting business, and I've been putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, and been talking about it for months. Uh, finally, a business partner just like signed up for the free account and like sent me the login details, and I'm like that was the only kick I needed. I'm like, okay, great, we have the account out now. I have to do something with it literally took me two and a half hours i built this fucker out i i knew in my mind like i've been visualizing it for a while i knew what i needed to do looked up the new features implemented it all built out the thing populated with our relevant data and then spent an hour uh you know running branton through the details and now we have the system and it's great it's working great we love it so far i mean it's week one of course you're in honeymoon phase it took two well, and a half tell me about it it took two and a half hours. Like, what the fuck? Like, we've lost. We lose probably two hours a week. Trying to, like, Off of not having, that, like, off of mistakes. Because you don't have work the software. Around. Because we didn't have a system. So what do you think that is, though? Like, what do you think that is? I don't know, human nature? <laughs> We're just idiots. No, it's the human nature of, of, you. everyone tries to preserve energy. Okay. That's that's the basis of every, everything is preservation of energy, preservation of time. And the idea of investing time to save time is not it doesn't compute. It does it literally doesn't compute. There's a uh the idea of spending $30 to improve something that I spend that much a month on gas just to attend like it's absurd. It doesn't make any logical sense, but it's the most difficult shit in the world. Just, just quick, when you said, uh, like, our human nature is to like, conserve energy, there's a little comic. I don't... I It might be a far side. I'm not sure, but there's... It's like... I think it's, like, lions or something, and they're looking at a jogger running, and they're like, what... Apex predator, what are you doing? You're you're not conserving your energy. You're you're wasting yeah. it. You're just fucking. And then another lion comes up and he's like, "What is he doing?" He's like, "I don't fucking know." And it's like, "You're wasting your. You need to conserve that energy. What if you need to hunt? Like, yeah, and absolutely. It's just like that. That's what it is. Yeah, that's literally what it is. It's interesting. Conservation of energy. It gets in the way. Um. So I don't. Know, key tenant. Uh. What are you avoiding right now? That's actually super fucking easy. That's only a couple of bucks, a couple hours, a little bit of time that you're just procrastinating the fuck out of that would actually drastically improve your life. Um, think about it. Uh, you're an idiot. I'm an idiot. We're all idiots. And uh, fix one little thing. It'll make you happy. So my quick tip of the week here, um, 64% of our listening audience lives in the United States of America, according to the re most recent uh, 
uh, statistics that I looked at. And uh, you're about to be drafted into a war. And you're about to be sent off uh, to fight Russians. Um, not great. So my tip of the week um, is if you get involuntarily uh, committed to a mental institution, uh, they can't draft you. Mm. So, Also, if you have crack in your system. So do with that information as you will. Yeah, I don't think they draft crackheads. My name is Willows, and this is Tyler. Thank you for listening to <laughs> Call Beyond This Point uh, podcast. This is the podcast where we... What are what do we do? Give you critical, important life advice for your business. Uh, I'll call Linktree, link, Linktree. Truth.com slash. <laughs> yeah, truth.com slash alcohol beyond this point. Um, or link, Linktree. I think it's like LNK dot tree slash alcohol beyond. The, it's on our Instagram. It's a link. It has everything. It's a link tree. Um. Mmm, purple. Don't you love a purple taste? Alcohol Beyond This Point podcast. This isn't two podcasters talking business. This is two business guys trying to podcast.